here at John Mills Field. Lee Scott with a 1-0 lead over Valiant Cross after a couple of nice hits from the top of the order for Lee Scott. And so they lead Valiant Cross 1-0 here in the bottom of the Auburn Bank first inning. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud to sponsor Lee Scott Warrior Baseball as Lee Scott already to their fifth batter of the inning. Pelzer Reeves wearing number 14 starting at second base this afternoon for Lee Scott, and uh, again, Lee Scott already on the board. one nothing. a couple of nice hits and base runners, and uh, just heads-up play for Lee Scott. Yeah, it's, a perfect... it's a perfect fundamental baseball for Lee Scott. You get him on, get him over, get him in. Lead-off double from Hutch Sprayberry. Hudson flew out to center, and Sprayberry was able to tag, and then a single brought him in, and a pass ball here. We'll bring two runners into scoring position for Reeves. So as you mentioned, a pass ball. Moves base runners for Lee Scott. Now runners on second and third here in the bottom of this inning. Still just one out in the bottom of this Auburn Bank first inning. As we mentioned, a leadoff double from Sprayberry. Hudson flew out to center. Garrett West with a line single over second base. He stole the base. And then Sam Jackson took a walk. And then Blomeyer, pinch ran for him, is on second following the pass ball. So the... First, or the second pitch of the at-bat, excuse me, from Tyler Money on the mound today. For Valiant Cross, where's number six? It's in the dirt for a 2-0 count. Again, Lee Scott base runners on second and third. With just one away in the bottom of the Auburn Bank first inning, Lee Scott looking to extend a 1-0 lead over the Road Warriors here. The 2-0. And Pelzer pops it up. Going to be shallow left center. Shortstop backs up, makes the grab into the grass. Runners tag, but they'll stay where they are. Two away. Bottom of the first. Reeves is looking to get that ball in the air for a sack fly. Hit it hard, just missed it. Got just under it, and that wind also didn't help as that wind's blowing in just a little bit, allowed it to creep just out of the infield. Yeah, you can hear the wind just a little bit. It, it kind of comes and goes moving from our left to our right as we sit behind home plate. But Thomas Whittington, your first baseman this afternoon, steps in and takes a pitch on the outside called strike one. Whittington, left-handed batter. As that ball gets away from the pitcher, Tyler Money. But everybody holds where they are. Runners on second and third for Lee Scott with a one nothing lead over Valley and Cross here in the bottom Half of the opening inning. Whittington, left-handed batter, high. Bat off his shoulder, that neon orange, it sticks out. And he takes a rip at that one and sends it into the Lee Scott dugout in foul territory. It's going to be a challenge for the, the Lee Scott Warriors to try not to not pull off the ball. You just want to take that ball where it came from, just like Sprayberry did. Took a ball in the outer half and drilled it down the third baseline. Got to keep your momentum back and just drive the ball where it's pitched. The 0-2 to Whittington and took a ball in on the hands. It's a slow roller to the right side of the infield. Second baseman comes down, stops the ball from getting to the outfield, but the throw's not in time. It gets away, and two more Lee Scott runs are on the board as Whittington will jog easily to second base, and Lee Scott takes a 3-0 lead here in the first. Wasn't the best-looking pitch that Whittington took a hit at, but made contact. It was slow enough for him to get down to first base, and the play was unable to be made by a Marion Mays down at second base. And two more Warriors on. Lee Scott with a 3-0 lead. Yeah, as you mentioned, not hit hard, but hit right in that triangle. 
Whittington was able to beat it out, give him an infield single. And then that second run coming across from second. Heads up base running as well, because I think he was trying to score even if the throw would have been made to first. But nonetheless, that ball or that run will be scored on the air. Edens pops up to the third base side. Shortstop comes over, calls everybody off, and makes the grab. Does Jaden Cleveland for out number three, but not before Lee Scott gets on the board. They lead Valley across 3 nothing here as we head to the second here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Game action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. After just one inning of play, your Lee Scott Warriors have a 3-0 lead over the visiting Valley Cross Warriors. Jacob Goins alongside Christian Griffin. Join me, joining me on the broadcast here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Lee Scott was able to get three runs across the board thanks to a couple of hits, a couple of walks, and a couple of throwing errors as well for Valley Cross as a first pitch swinging strike from Tyler James to lead off this second inning for Valley cross reminder that today's game is presented by auburn express towing whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you're in a business and need a car moved call auburn express towing offering 24-hour towing services as sam jackson able to put that on the outside corner that was a little low down near the knees and can't get the call 4-0-1-2 count. Jackson has a strikeout, has two strikeouts so far today. Struck out two of the first four batters that he faced. Here's the 1-2. And a called strike three. How about that? Three strikeouts for Sam Jackson. Two in a row for the Warriors on the mound. Just sticking with that fastball. Went in on the first pitch and just painted three straight on the black. which will bring up Kyrie Owens, wearing number 99, batting right-handed. For Valley across, one away, top of this second inning. 
Lee Scott with a 3-0 lead. First pitch and a swinging strike one. Owen starting at first base this afternoon for the visiting Warriors. Batting in the sixth spot. The 0-1 from Jackson. And foul tipped towards the fans for a quick 0-2 count. With Tyler Brayboy on deck for Valiant Cross. Again, just a gorgeous day here in Auburn, Alabama. It shows it's a day like this. It shows just how good John Meals Field looks. And the 0-2 is outside low and away. For ball number one. And just the work they did in the offseason. I think I bring it up every broadcast, but it's hard not to. When it looks this good, it competes with any field in the state. And I I'd, I'd put my I'd put my paycheck on that as that one is in the dirt to even up the count of two apiece. Yeah, as you mentioned, that the cut grass, the LSA on the field, the royal blue blue fence and the trees in the background, all the different colors of green matching with that sky. The 2-2. Two, two. There you go. How about that? Strike three called. And that's four strikeouts already for Sam Jackson. His third in a row for Lee Scott. Jackson dealing early here for Lee Scott. Yeah, four straight strikeouts. Every single one of them looking. He's gone to that curveball once in a two-strike count, but other than that, he's just sticking with that lively fastball. And the first pitch to Tyler Brayboy is a strike. No surprise there for Sam Jackson. That had a little movement on it as it got to the play called strike two. Yeah, he's done a good job of working in both fastballs. You can see on the inner half, he's sticking with the four seam, but that tailing action on the outer half starts right at the, the inner line of the left-handed batter's box and works right into the outer, inner half of the plate. Ground ball to the shortstop. Harper waits on it, takes a two-step toss. Is it over? And makes the play. No, he dropped it at first base. They're going to say Whittington dropped it at uh, first I, base. I think they're going to take a or they're going to discuss have a it. meeting because I think it was definitely on the transfer. Whittington was trying to I think so too. the pitcher's mound. Because... I think so, too. I think he made the play and then let it fall out of his glove. Like you said, the transition as they were running off the field because that's out number three if it stands. The umpire's going to come and have a conversation. We actually have two of them today, and they're going to have that conversation and see what the call is. I believe he's out. I believe he they're is, gonna too. They're going to say he's but, safe. But, yeah, it's, gonna, it's hard for the home plate umpire to overrule the field umpire on a call like that because it's, it's not the home plate umpire's responsibility to to look at the, the receiving of the ball. But, again, I mean, I think it was clearly on the transfer, but the, the, the field umpire was blocked by Whittington's body. So we'll do it again with two outs. Yes, we will. So two out base runner for Valley Across is the first pitch in for strike one on Tyler Money starting pitcher for Valiant Cross. So what seemed to be a routine play and what seemed to be the third out of the inning leads to be a base runner for Valiant Cross. Throw down to, first, to second as the runner goes, not in time, and he'll steal second base. So not only is it a base runner, it's a base runner in scoring position now for Valiant Cross as they try to cut into a 3 nothing deficit against Lee Scott here at home. A 1-1 count on Tyler Money. And laid off of a fastball low to make it a 2-1 count. Runner on second, two away in the top half of the second inning. Again, Lee Scott with a 3-0 lead on Valiant Cross. Trying to get out of what was a weird base runner 
and just throws the bat at the baseball down to first base. Whittington makes sure he touches second or makes sure he touches first with the ball in his hand this time. And the base runner does no good for Valley across the ground out for Tyler Money. We head to the bottom half of the second. Lee Scott still with a 3 nothing lead here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. This just in, Auburn Bank has completed their 114th year of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank. The champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. 3-0 lead for your Lee Scott Warriors as they come up to bat in the home part of the second inning. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUE HD, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Smith, Harkins, Hayden, Harper, and then back to the top of the order with Hutch Sprayberry due up for your Lee Scott Warriors in the bottom half of this second inning as they try to extend that 3-0 lead over Valley Across. A battle of the Warriors here this afternoon between the visiting Valley Across and your home, Lee Scott Warriors. This is game one of the series between these two squads. Game one here today at Lee Scott as that is a fly ball to right. Hung in the air, caught in the wind, and then caught in the glove for Tyler James out in right field. So a fly out for Smith Harkins to start us here in the bottom half of the second inning. And as I was saying, this is game one between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross. This is an area matchup, so they'll play two more tomorrow at Valiant Cross. Lee Scott looking for a series win, pick up a couple of area wins as they approach postseason play at the end of this month. Hayden Harper, the nine-hole hitter, takes it and hits a single straight up the middle. Hayden Harper is on base for Lee Scott to give him a base runner here in the second. Tyler Money still on the mound for Valiant Cross. Not a whole lot of speed to that pitch, and Harper was able to jump on it and take it into center field for a base hit. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier, perfect job of hitting there on the inner half. Didn't try to do too much with it. Kept his hands inside the baseball and lined it right back where it came from. So back to the top of the order now 
with Hutch Sprayberry, who started with a double this afternoon. Is that pitch high outside? Four ball one, still just the one out here in the home part of this second inning. Runner on first, Lee Scott with a 3-0 lead over Valley and Cross. Here at John Meals Field, sun is shining, just a little bit of breeze from left to right. About 65 degrees, you just couldn't ask for a better day. For high school baseball, especially like we talked about in the open, given all the rain that's been coming through the last few weeks. Last time we were out here, we just dodged the rain. But no rain to dodge today. 1-0 runner goes from first to second. Catcher pops up, doesn't even make the throw. And an easy steal for Lee Scott and a runner in scoring position. And a 2-0 count on Hutch Spray Barrier starting center fielder this afternoon for Lee Scott. Third baseman hugging the line much more than he did his first at bat when Sprayberry punched it down that third base line. The 2-0 to Sprayberry. And takes a high fly ball to center field. Battling the sun, comes in, makes the throw, makes the grab, I should say, on the run. Does to Quincy Scott. Runner will tag and get safely to third. And so back-to-back, or two flyouts, I should say, for Lee Scott. But the runner advances and is on third as Kate Hudson steps up, looking for his first hit of the afternoon, flew out just an inning ago. We can see the wind playing much more of a factor than we think that it does or what we feel here behind home plate. Even that ball from Smith Harkins, I thought it was going to get down easily down that right field line, but just hung up. And another one right there, it seemed like the center fielder was camped under it and all of a sudden had to work his way in so much more than he thought. And I think that's what allowed Harper to tag was because he wasn't in a position to, uh, to make that throw to third. First pitch misses, so a 1-0 count to Cade Hudson, your third baseman. For Lee Scott, the 1-0 from Tyler Money. Sets up the stretch and the pitch. And tried to drop it on the inside corner and does so. Kate Hudson kind of stares off wondering where that one was really at, but it'll take a 1-1 count with two away. Bottom half of the second, Lee Scott with a 3-0 lead over Valiant Cross. Runner on third, Hudson looking for the RBI. Monty sets up, stretch and delivery. Slow roller, taken into left. And makes the grab. No! Can't make the grab in left is Allen Thompson in and out of the glove. So a run will score. Hudson will get all the way to second. That ball was in Thompson's glove before it fell out. And just like that, Lee Scott with a 4-0 lead. And again, I think you can blame the wind a little bit on that one too because he looked like he was camped under it and all of a sudden tried to make a catch about chest high. Yeah, I had to make that last-second adjustment and and just popped out of the glove. So Lee Scott on the good side of the air, and Lee Scott has a 4-0 lead, bringing up Garrett West. And they're going to call a balk. They'll go from second to third. Does Kate Hudson started the pitch, tried to throw it around to get him at second base. And another Lee Scott Warrior stands on third. Still two outs, bottom half of this second inning. Lee Scott's already tacked on one. Garrett West would like to tack on another. Has a single and an RBI already today. Yeah, got that first run of the game. Got the party started with a line drive over second base. First pitch to him. Drops into the dirt at home plate for a 1-0 count. And sun is shining. There's some clouds, but they're 
pretty thin, so they won't play much of a factor. It'll be sunny, especially with earlier start. It'll be sunny the entire game here at John Mills Field. That one drops in, and a hard-hit ball to left. It gets down for a base hit, and Hudson will jog into home plate for a 5-0 lead for the Warriors. Garrett West, back-to-back -back singles and back-to-back -back RBIs for the starting right fielder this afternoon. Yeah, another good piece of hitting there. Ball had a lot of topspin on it because of how hard it was hit, that line drive. A short hopped. Thompson, lucky he didn't get away from him or else West could still be running. Sam Jackson, starting pitcher, steps into the right-handers batted box and hard hit ball to the third baseman. He's over to make the throw all the way over. A little rainbow throw, but he was he was basically standing on third base and was able to make that play. Throws it over across the diamond and gets out number three, but not before Lee Scott tacks on two more. They'll take a 5 nothing lead to the third here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. A battle of the Warriors here at John Meals Field with Lee Scott taking a 5-0 lead into the top of the third inning. Christian Griffin with Jacob Goins on the call here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And as, had, as assistant coach Osmet had mentioned, we will see a number of arms here this afternoon. And Sam Jackson hands the ball off to Jake Cummings. After a two-inning, four-strikeout performance, did not give up a hit. We did have one, I guess we'll call it, it is officially an error. Officially, <laughs> A questionable yes. one uh, on that, that transfer at first base, but nonetheless, no damage was done. And Jay Cummings delivers a first-pitch strike. Mm. And that ball Ayo. runs in on Roniel Brown. Hits him right on the, the hip bone, it seemed like, but it seemed like he jogged off. With no injury, I believe. Alan Thompson, I believe. I think we have two okay, number, number eight. So it's only number eight then, not 88. Okay, okay. And they may have made, made a little switch around on us right before 
right before the start of this game. But that was, yeah, Allen Thompson at the bottom of the lineup gets hit as that's delivered for a first pitch strike. So back to the top of the order for Valley Across. Jaden Cleveland grounded out the third on the first pitch of the afternoon. Thompson doesn't appear to be too much of a threat to steal. Only about a step and a half lead as that pitch misses low and in on Valiant Cross's leadoff hitter. Shortstop Jaden Cleveland batting from the right side. Infield in double play depth. Outfield playing a little bit shallow. That ball is chopped third. And that will be foul. Third base coach unable to make the short hop play. Gets a couple of boos from that third base <laughs> dugout. He's yet to smirk a smile either, so. I don't think he liked that too much. <laughs> a one-two pitch from Jake Cummings. There's a breaking ball popped. Foul. Catcher gives chase, and that will be just foul. Hits the roof of the Lee Scott Academy dugout, and we will do it again at one and two. You can see Cleveland was cheating for that fastball and was way out in front of the curveball, but did a good job of throwing his hands and living to see another pitch. Yeah, that hit off the top of the Lee Scott dugout and right over where we used to set up to broadcast games, and so maybe the Lord was looking out for us. I was say, you might have been able to make a play. If it was... uh, maybe so, maybe so. Uh, one, two pitches, a fastball in on the hands. Whittington will make the play, and nobody's at first base. Mm. And the flip over to Cummings. He did a good job of covering first on that pop-up. Allen Thompson living life in the fast lane, a little on edge there, but was able to get back to first just in time. Just in time is right. I mean, that was a bang-bang play, and... At this level, I mean, in any high school baseball, I mean, more than likely that play is going to go to the runner just because, I mean, there's no review system and there's nothing like that. And, and we've already had a controversy at first base today, <laughs> and the infield umpire got the say-so over the home plate umpire. So at least guy gets that first out, but unable to make another play. Holy smokes. Fastball in the inner half, and Scott is, I think, very late is okay to say. Uh, that ball yeah. was lined before, even it didn't even make it to the Lee Scott dugout. And hit that pole with the neck connected here behind home plate, and it rang like a bell, like the Undertaker at WWE. <laughs> I mean, that, everybody was looking up trying to figure out what happened. Yo, one pitch misses upstairs. Good job there from Edens to pop out of the crouch. You know, we talk about that play at first. I think that's a perfect example of why we've seen that MLB base expanded by three inches just to try and avoid any collisions. There was just about one there, and especially with Thompson not sliding on the play as that pitch runs in. And I believe the yeah, home plate umpire called it a foul ball. Yes, he did. He's going to say it hit that hard part of the bat right down there by the hands to the much disagreement of Jaquincy Scott as he shakes off his hand, whether the ball hit his hand or if it's just stinging from hitting the bat, we don't really know. But he tossed the bat, was jogging down to first base and disagrees with the call, but at least Scott gets bailed out there as it's now a 1-2 count for Jacoitzi Scott, a chance to get the second out of the inning. And Scott will now jog over to the first base coach just to give him, give him a minute or two. The first base coach will probably look to see if there's any laces and be like, hey, we got a tattoo from a baseball here. but <laughs> Do whatever it takes. If it, I mean – the reaction doesn't necessarily show that he was hit on the hand. I feel Correct. like if you get hit by a Jake Cummings fastball, you're going to give a little bit more of a reaction than just a, ooh, 
and then toss the bat. It's going to be, <laughs> yeah. you're going to give a little bit more of a, of a grimace, a little bit more of a reaction, or at least I would have, at least. But nonetheless, a good sell job if it did hit that butt of the bat. The one-two pitch is a breaking ball in the dirt. Another good stop there from Lane Eddins. And a good job from Jaquincy Scott to lay off of that, coming off of that a little stoppage in play and a breaking ball from Jake Cummins to see if he'd go down for it on the one-two, and he laid off of it and an even count it to a piece. Thompson still just about a, a step-and-a-half lead. He is not running, and that pitch looked to be a perfect strikeout pitch. However, I don't know about that one. umpire says otherwise and calls it a ball. So we will see a 3-2 pitch. We'll see if Thompson is on the move again. I, I agree with you, partner. That was... About as perfect of a 2-2 pitch as you would have seen. Mm, Full man. count pitch is once again lined into the Lee Scott dugout. And you see a couple of the coaches sitting on their buckets moving <laughs> moving inside a little bit. Jaquincy Scott's going headhunting right now on the Lee Scott dugout. He has hit two over there that have been rockets. Full count pitch from Jake Cummings to Scott is chopped down the third baseline. It'll be a tough play. And the play is unable to be made as Scott has enough speed to beat that out. Hit looks just like a bunt, a swinging bunt, if you will. Hit right into no man's land. And I guess no harm, no foul is Scott. Well, I guess would rather take the single than the hit by pitch anyways. So runners on first and second here with one out. Again, the home Warriors of Lee Scott leading five to nothing over the Valent Cross Warriors here in the top of the third inning. Jake Cummings on the mound. First pitch fastball. Misses in the dirt for ball one. Yeah, that hit from Jaquincy Scott. You called it a swinging bunt. That's a really good way to put it. It just got outside of the dirt circle around home plate. Barely even got to the grass. So it was just a tough play for either Jake Cummings or Lane Eddins to make at first base. And that gives Valiant across two base runners for the first time this afternoon. 1-0 pitch. This is in the same spot, down in the dirt. So a 2-0 count to Amarion Mays. Big swing and a miss there. From the cross, Valiant Cross, second baseman. And if you're Jake Cummings on the mound, you know you have one out in the top of this third inning, looking for anything in contact on the ground here in the infield. 2-1. Sails on him a little bit, brings the count to 3-1. Mays was part of the, the foursome straight strikeouts from Sam Jackson. 3-1 is right down Broadway. To bring the count full at 3-2, and two, we'll see if Valiant Cross puts runners on the move here in a full count situation. To try and avoid that ground ball double play, and we'll see if Cummings can strike him out or get some soft contact like he did with Jaquincy Scott. Comes set, the 3-2 pitch is lined past the second baseman into right field. West will come up firing and we'll throw that in to the infield. So station to station baseball goes Valiant Cross. Good piece of hitting there. Yeah, it's a good piece of hitting. On Mays. Pitch out of fastball right on the outer half. Just shot it right in between the first and second baseman. A good job there from West to come up firing in the clean transition as well to keep the to keep the games or to keep 
Valiant Cross scoreless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, loads him up for the Warriors. Cummings now able to go from the windup. Misses that first pitch upstairs, and that pitch will draw a mound visit from head coach Tim Hudson. Who could try and calm him down? It seemed like there was a lot of action there in a matter of matter of seconds, a matter of just a few pitches went from nobody on to the bases loaded. How we got there, hit by pitch by Allen Thompson. Jaden Cleveland popped out to first. And the back-to-back -back singles from Scott and Amarion Mays. Yeah, and I think that's probably what head coach Tim Hudson's just going to say. It's like, look, we're still in this, right? You're up 5 nothing. It's only the top of the third inning. You have one out, so anything in the infield is going to end the inning if you just do your business on yeah. the double play ball. So, yeah, I think that's exactly what, what head coach Tim Hudson's telling Jake Cummings, who, again, is not your starting pitcher, came into relief for Sam Jackson, but go out here and, and do your thing, right? You Again, anything on the ground, if you take care of business, you're going to get over and get out of this inning. So, Lee Scott's got to find a way to, to get the easy outs with the bases loaded, just one away, top of the third. Another thing I can see Coach Hudson saying is no need to overthrow. Pitch to contact here, and as you mentioned, you're one pitch away from getting out of the inning. Delivers that. 1-0 fastball on the inner half. Jams Brown. But as we're talking about, just pitch to contact. No need to try and overthrow. We're seeing a bunch of pitches sail on coming so far. So don't try and overthrow. Your stuff is good enough to, to work with you and get out of the inning again. You're one pitch away, which has to be you know, a pretty big confidence boost, knowing that you can work yourself out of this jam just as fast as you got into it. And Breeze is still just on and off here in this third inning at John Meals Field, so we'll see if a ball in the air is affected by that like we've seen already. Corners are in, and a break, great snap-off curveball there. Brown ducks, but that pitch drops right into the inner half of the strike zone. Brown couldn't help but smile there. <laughs> His own dugout gave him... Give him a little bit of laughter there. Goes back to the pitch and a strikeout. So back-to-back -back beautiful curveballs and a very well, very much needed out and an even better strikeout as now you are one out away from getting out of this jam. Yeah, Ronil Brown was buckled on that curveball from Jake Cummings and then just couldn't recover as a swinging strikeout gives Jake Cummings his first strikeout of the day, the fifth for Lee Scott pitchers so far this afternoon. Brings up right fielder Tyler James as he gets a little bit of chin music. He spins out of the way. And that's the one thing that I've, I've always found a little bit comical is, you know, the, the dugout's always going, you know, wear it, take it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> when you're when it's up at your chin, your, your, your first reaction is, you know, let, now let me, let, me not get, let me get an RBI here. It is, let me get out of the way. Yeah, I'm going to get out of the <laughs> way of one that's coming at my head. And nothing, nothing intentional from Jake Cummings. She's got away from him a little bit as that one's in the dirt for a 2-0 count. But no, I think that was the right play from Tyler James to just get out of the way and, and reset. Infield back to normal depth here with two outs. No need for the double play or the force out at home. And a 3-0 count. In the driver's seat is Tyler James. I'm sure with the bases loaded, he will see one, if not two strikes to force Cummings to find the zone. And he cannot as that pitch misses on the inner half. So Valiant Cross is on the board. Warriors still leading five to one here in the top of the third inning. Warriors looking to nip it in the bud before it gets started. Or before it gets out of hand. 
So that way the Warriors can keep that four-run lead and the momentum and head back to bats. That brings up Kyrie Owens. He lines a ball into right field. One run will score. The second run is caught in a rundown at third. Hudson makes the throw over the first, and he will be tagged out at home. So another great job there from West to get the ball in and firing. One run will count, but the other one will not. So the Warriors of Lee Scott will take a 5-2 lead into the home half of the third inning. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams, but it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can, because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day, or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Reeves, Whittington, and Eddins get things going for the Warriors in the home half of the third inning. Leading 5-2, to two, but two runs from Valiant Cross cut the lead to only three. We mentioned over the break, seems like Garrett West is having himself a day. Not only two hits and two RBIs, but a run-saving throw in right field as well. Yeah, he threw it out from right field after... After a couple of nice hits from Valiant Cross, after the loaded bases situation, a couple of walks, a couple of hit-by-pitches as well uh, for Jake Cummings on the mound for Lee Scott. Loads them up for the Warriors of Valiant Cross, and they take advantage. They get a couple of runs, but as you mentioned, Garrett West and Wright threw it in from right field all the way to home from late ends, and a nice jam play here on this third baseline for Lee Scott. They're able to get the force out, and just back and forth between Eddins and Hudson and uh and Cummings, I mean, just a combination for the Warriors to get that, that force out at third. First pitch swing in his Pelzer Reeves, and that will drop just past the outstretched glove of the in-running James, Tyler James in right field. Had one of those hits in the top half of the inning, but mm -hmm. good piece of hitting there from Reeves. And the Warriors right back in business. Three in the first, two in the second, looking to do more damage here in the home half of the third inning. And again, back to that force play on the third baseline to end that inning. 
you just don't see that super, super often. I mean, that's that's a professional play that was just done right there, and you got to give a lot of credit to the coaching and the coaching staff for Lee Scott too. They've obviously worked on that because it there was there was almost no doubt that they were going to make that play happen for Lee Scott in the field, and so credit to uh, credit to the players involved, but especially the coaches and coaching staff for uh, for practicing that and making sure uh, just to know situational baseball and a nice way to get out of the inning. And here we are with the leadoff base runner for Lee Scott. Reeves gets his Reeves gets his lead from first. Thomas Whittington watches the first two pitches miss outside for a ball. And as you mentioned, great job there, great coaching and great execution. Mm-hmm. You want to see pick or uh, pickles or throwdowns like that. You want to see that with no more than three throws. And we saw that with three throws exactly. The one to third, or the one to actually it was made with two. The one to third, and then the one back to the plate. Only three players were involved. So perfectly done, just like you mentioned. Thomas Money still, Tyler Money, I apologize, is still on the mound for Valiant Cross. First three pitches to Whittington. Missed the zone. Whittington with an infield hit and an RBI his first time up. Reached second on the throwing error from the second baseman. Reeves is running and a delayed strike call. With the catcher bobble, Reeves will reach safely to second without a throw. So another runner in scoring position for Whittington, looking to get one of those two runs back, if not more, and this on half the third inning. It's always nice when you can get to second base. Don't have to get your jersey dirty. Parents are quite happy, too. Yes, they are. I'm sure mom is very happy. (laughs) There's still time, though. pitch to the Lee Scott first baseman misses in through the right-handed batter's box so Whittington will drop the bat and make the trot over to first base so two runners on nobody out here in the home half of the third inning for the Lee Scott Warriors I'll bring up catcher Lane Eddins credit to Lane Eddins as well with that that pickle play Mm -hmm. it's hard as a catcher with all the gear Making an accurate throw to third. You want to, you know, showing the ball to the third baseman, but he did it about as beautifully as it could be done. First pitch is flown foul down the right field line. Ed's waited on that pitch. I, I mean, he, he was shaking the bat, waiting for that thing to get there just a little bit back behind it, sent it foul. But, no, Lee Scott, we've talked about it multiple times. Here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, just the patience at the plate for Lee Scott is something that is it's noticeable in just about every game where they don't have a lot of bad outs at the plate, and they wait for you to throw them strikes, and that's what Lee Scott's doing here. Swing again, a fly ball to right field. Glass is gleaming. The wind playing another factor as well, and that ball will get by the right fielder. Tyler James, one run will score. As that ball is thrown into third base so an uncharacteristic one but a double nonetheless for Lane Edens again we've seen the win play a big factor on on multiple events and you can see that one and another one as well well it's moving left to right here at John Mills Field and that's where most of the trouble has been for Valley Cross has been over in right field with Tyler James you've seen a couple of balls that have gotten really high in the air almost above the trees out behind the home field or the home run fence and 
that ball just goes one way, and then all of a sudden it just continues to fade, and we've seen multiple mistakes in right field so far, and that's led to a couple of Lee Scott hits and now a couple of Lee Scott runs. But just as you mentioned, quality at-bats, I mean, seven hits, six runs already through two-plus innings. Smith Harkins grounds the ball to second base. They will make the play at first, but not without another run scoring. So another quality at bat as the run scores. And just like that, the Warriors have answered the two runs that the Valiant Cross Warriors put up in the top half of the inning. 7-2, Lee Scott. And just patience and just timely hitting and just being smart at the plate is what Lee Scott does so well. Again, we've mentioned it. To get them on, get them over, get them in. you got two runners in scoring position. Not only do you hit a hard ground ball to score one, but now you put your teammate in another good position to do, honestly, the exact same thing. Another ground ball here would give the Warriors yet another run. And Lee Scott in good position with Hayden Harper due up. He's the bottom of the order. So if he's able to get on, or even if he gets out with just one away here, you're back to the top of the order for Lee Scott. So they're in good business with a 7-2 to lead here in the home half of the third. Harper watches the 1-0 miss downstairs for ball two. Harper, good piece of hitting his first time up. Lined a single in the center field. Stole a base a couple pitches after that. And as you mentioned, the Warriors striking again, looking to flip that lineup over. 2-0 lobbed in there for strike one. Hayden Harper, one of the most athletic kids you're going to see. He could just do about anything. They could give him a, a pole vaulting pole and say, hey, Go jump over that, that fence out there, and I think this kid could do it, man. He is he is super special just as a freshman here at Lee Scott. A 2-1 is blocked at the plate. Good stop there from Bray Boy. One of the ones you couldn't really block with the chest protector. Bounced about 55 feet down there, so he had to make the play with a glove, a backhand, and a pretty good stop. Infield, normal depth, outfield, about the same. 3-1 pitch. Misses downstairs. So Harper with the second walk of the inning will put runners on the corners. And as we mentioned, we get to flip the lineup around with Hutch Sprayberry. Sprayberry one for two on the afternoon. Let off the home half of the first inning with a double down the third base line. We see that outfield take a big shift as they expect Sprayberry to pull the ball. You take another double the way he put it up in the first inning, you'd be able to watch all the runners score. Harper takes second without a throw, so two runners in scoring position for the Lee Scott Warriors center fielder, Hutch Sprayberry. Sprayberry, one of the three lefties in the batting lineup for Lee Scott, with Sprayberry, Whittington, and Smith Harkins. Trouble with the command is money so far in this third inning. As that pitch misses outstairs, brings the count to two balls and no strikes. You can hear the breeze picking up a little bit here. We'll see if another fly ball in either center or right field, or I mean, even in left field. We saw a play out there. It affected it as well. 2-0, another delayed strike call, but a strike call nonetheless. Questionable as well. That one, yeah, a little bit a little bit favorable. Well, for a moment, it looked like it was going to hit Sprayberry <laughs> in the hands, and, and credit to him, he just let it go. But 
Makes it a 2-1 count. 2-1 is lifted foul. Down the third baseline into the parking lot. Brings the count even to two balls and two strikes. Lee Scott Warriors leading 7-2 here in the home half of the third inning. Have put up crooked numbers in each of the third, oh, each of the three innings so far. Three in the first, two in the second. Two so far here in the third, but with two runners threatening and scoring position, looking to add to that 7-2 lead here. 2-2 is line to the shortstop. He will make the play and tag second base without a problem. So Warriors threatened and got two, but Valiant Cross will very happily settle for the two as damage could have much further been done. We'll be back with the top of the fourth inning on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Game action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. We are through three innings here at John Meals Field with the home Warriors leading the road Warriors 7-2. Christian Griffin along with normal play-by-play -play announcer Jacob Goins on the call. He's letting me get a couple innings in. Very appreciative of that. Here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Jake Cummings on the mound for the second inning. Looking to right his wrongs. From the third. Pitch up at the eyes of Tyler Brayboy. He still went after it, though. He did, and it was. That almost looked like a. Foul. You know, when you watch lacrosse and they sling it into yeah. the net, that's what that kind of looked like. He went up after it and made contact, so credit to him. It's a dangerous, dangerous comparison comparing lacrosse players and baseball <laughs> players. That's a, usually a fine line there between the two athletic events. As that pitch gets the inner half of the plate for a called strike two. Brayboy, Money, and Thompson, 7-8-9, due up for Valiant Cross. Ground ball in the inner half. Gets jammed down to Whittington. Pitch, flip over to first. And Jake Cummings retires the first batter at the end. Good job there from Cummings to get over. 
and filled that flip. Flip has looked a little bit, little bit behind, a little bit behind him, but had enough time to field it and make the play at first. Yeah, just a chopper down the first baseline, a little slow roller, but a good play from Whittington and Cummings to make sure the out was secured. First pitch to Tyler Money, a pitcher, their starting pitcher for Valiant Cross. Watches a first pitch miss upstairs. 1-0 is in there for a called strike. Big story of this game so far. Lee Scott already on their third rotation of batting and Valiant Cross just now getting to the second batting attempt. 1-1 one, one pitch in there for a called strike. Tell you what, Lee Scott... They've had their fastball pretty lively so far today. Even the hits that Lee, or the Valiant Cross is getting, they're, they're late on them. They've just found the holes through the infield. And we've seen a number of, of those occurrences with those foul balls lining over near that Lee Scott dugout. You better be wearing your hard hats over there in that Lee Scott dugout. There's been four or five hard-hit balls into foul territory in there. One-two is... Right on the outer half for strike number three. So Cummings records his second strikeout of the afternoon. And just like that, two away here in the top of the fourth inning. Today's game brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Allen Thompson, left fielder, digs into the right-handed batter's box. Thompson was hit by a pitch. His first time up. 1-0 is swung on and missed. It's even the count at 1-1. One one. There's that fastball you talked about with Valiant Cross being just a little behind it. That swing had no chance to even it up at one apiece. Same thing there. Fastball in the inner half. Chopped foul. And the Warriors of Lee Scott are one pitch away from hanging up another zero here in the top half of the fourth inning. One-two pitch from coming, a shakeoff, and the delivery is a curveball, a front door curveball right on the inner half of the plate for strike three. So two strikeouts in the inning for Jake Cummings and the home Warriors looking to build on the momentum, taking a seven to two lead into the home half of the fourth inning. We'll be back on the other side of this break. You're listening to Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors. On Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secured Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, 
for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Kate Hudson, Garrett West, and Sam Jackson. Two, three, four up for the Lee Scott Warriors in the home half of the fourth inning where they look to capitalize on a 7-2 to two lead. Thanks for tuning in to the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. I'm Christian Griffin along with Jacob Goins. And partner, it's been a pretty solid game both at the bat end of the plate. Yeah, no complaints. Yeah, no complaints so far. He got seven runs through just the three innings and looking to extend that five-run lead and not to look ahead, but if Lee Scott could explode here with uh, with about five runs in this fourth inning, they could start putting a run rule situation into it. But got to start with one. You have a 7-2 lead. No need to no need to look ahead too far as Cade Hudson has a 1-0 count. He grounds that ball to short. Stop the backhanded play. The flip over to first will get Hudson by about a step. Solid, solid play there from the shortstop Cleveland. Oh, just a perfect backhand. Got that bright red glove out there, and then he flashed it in the sun with a backhand and able to step up and make the throw. And a no-doubter for Jaden Cleveland gets Kate Hudson, who we know is one of the most powerful hitters on this Lee Scott team, gets him to ground out. So that digs in Garrett West. West two for two on the afternoon. Two singles and two RBIs. Another very delayed strike call on the outer half of the plate. But West now behind no balls and one strike. West, we've mentioned numerous times, both at the plate and in the field. He has those two RBIs, but also a, a throw-saving run as well as that ball is grounded to third. Good stretch there from the first baseman to get West. So two outs within three pitches. And Lee Scott is down to their final out here in the home half of the fourth inning. A nice play from Roniel Brown over on third. It hit him right in the chest, and it popped off of him and, and hit the floor. But he was able to, to pick it up and, and make the play over at first base. And as you said, two quick outs for Lee Scott here in the bottom portion of the fourth inning. We appreciate everybody tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app for Lee Scott Baseball here between your Lee Scott Warriors and the road. Valiant Cross Warriors, game one of a three-game series. Game two and three will be on the road at Valiant Cross tomorrow night. And it is Jake Cummings where he came in on the mound for Sam Jackson, so he will take the place in the batting lineup as well. Cummings, really good work there in the top half of the fourth inning. Had a little bit of a struggle in the third, but really good work to to respond in that top half of the fourth inning. See waits the 1-1 pitch. It swung on and fouled straight back off the netting. So the home Warriors down to their last strike here in the home half of the fourth inning. Two runs on three hits, two errors for Valiant Cross. Seven runs on seven hits 
and one error for the Lee Scott Warriors. That pitch runs inside and hits Cummings. So a little thank you there for a, a get-out-of-jail-free card with that two-strike plate appearance. That'll bring up Pelzer-Reeves. Pelzer one for two so far today with a single and a fly out. One of the numerous at-bats that we've seen affected by the gusts of wind here at John Meals Field, right into the triangle between right field, second base, and first base. A big hack on the first pitch of the at-bat, and will be fouled back off the catcher. Good turnout here at Lee Scott between Lee Scott fans and Fabian Cross fans on a day that Lee Scott had the day off of school coming off of Easter break. So good turnout here on a Monday afternoon. Cummings is on the move on that pitch and will slide into second without a throw. So the Warriors looking to get a two-out rally here and scratch at least one across in the home half of the fourth inning. We've mentioned it before. They're scored in each of the first three. Why not each of the first four? 1-1 one, one pitch misses up and in to bring the count to 2-1 and one on Lee Scott's second baseman, Pelzer Reeves. With the wind playing such a factor, you'd think that the outfield would almost be permanently shifted to that right side towards right field a little bit, but not so far as the 2-1 pitch is chopped foul. You notice at least got third base coach made that play. <laughs> yeah. He won't admit it, but it might have hurt a little bit. Oh, and he'll never let anybody know. No, no. But the immediate hand back into the, mm -hmm. the pocket might, might let you know a little bit. And Bach will be called as, I believe, the third baseman in the middle of the delivery said, like, stop runner or something. But it wasn't, wasn't a very alert. It was more of a, hey, stop. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> he did. That's for sure. Yeah, he did. So a balk will be called. Lee Scott has that runner on third. Still a 2-2 count for Pelzer. And if he's able to get on, you got Whittington on deck. So Lee Scott in a good spot here to try to get a two-out rally going with that 7-2 lead. Deuces wild. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs to Pelzer Reeves. He lifts that ball into shallow center field. Center fielder Scott will be able to run it down and make the play. So nothing doing for the Lee Scott Warriors in the home half of the fourth inning. We head to the top of the fifth with Lee Scott leading 7-2. New arm on the mound. We'll get his information on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. 
Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Jack McKay on the mound for Lee Scott as we start the top of the fifth inning. Jacob Goins alongside Christian Griffin here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Again, we appreciate everybody tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Jack McKay, the third pitcher for Lee Scott. Sam Jackson got the start, had four strikeouts. Jake Cummings then came into relief. He had three strikeouts. And so Jack McKay is on the mound for Lee Scott. And as you mentioned earlier, Christian, we talked to assistant coach Jacob Osmond, and he said there would be a rotation of pitchers this afternoon here in game one between Lee Scott and Valiant Cross, trying to get some arms through and just trying to survive this month of April with some area games, including this one coming up and, and trying to get to the postseason. And so it uh, doesn't have a whole lot to do with Valiant. Really, Lee Scott just trying to save as many arms as possible as you get down this home stretch of the high school baseball season. So Jack Piquet on the mound for Lee Scott with the Valiant Cross Warriors. Back to the top of the order, Jaden Cleveland, Jaquincy Scott, and Amarion Mays are the three due up for Valiant in the top part of the fifth inning. Lee Scott with that 7-2 lead. And the first pitch low and away for ball number one. And as you mentioned, just as important it is for to save arms, you know, with the amount of rain and the game cancellations, guys need to get innings. Guys need to throw pitches on the mound. So even just an inning or two here and there is enough to keep you fresh. So that way, if you need to come in later in the month or early in the month of May, you're able to. After a low fastball, catches the strike zone. That one's in the dirt past the catcher. And into the backstop for a 2-1 count on Jaden Cleveland. Again, the first toll hitter for Valley across shortstops. Had a couple of nice plays at shortstop in the field this afternoon. Working quickly is Jack McKay. Gets a swinging strike upstairs to even it up at two apiece. No out, nobody on. And a 7-2 lead for your Lee Scott Warriors over Valiant Cross in an area matchup with Valiant. The kick and delivery from McKay. And it's outside to make it a full count, 3-2. Sun just beginning to set back behind us here at John Mills Field as we approach 5 o'clock. The payoff pitch and stays alive. A dribbler foul right behind Home plate to stay alive at that 3-2 for Jaden Cleveland. McKay already standing on the mound, ready to go. As Cleveland steps in, here's the payoff pitch again for McKay. Swing and strike three, and the first one of the day for Jack McKay. He gets a strikeout to start the fifth. Good job there, just sticking with that fastball. Runs one up and in a little bit. Cleveland's bat. Not fast enough to get to it. And the first strikeout of the day for Jack McKay. 
And a swinging strike one from Jaquincy Scott, who was way behind the pitch. McKay had some heat on that pitch to start the 0-1 count on the center fielder. And a dribbler down the first baseline is fouled just across the LSA logo. And a rapid 0-2 hole for Scott. And not that I want McKay to only get two strikeouts, but we have a nice pyramid thing going right now. Sam Jackson with four, Jake Cummings with three. If McKay could secure this, this would be two, and then I would need him to get pulled and somebody else to get in and get a strikeout to, to secure this, as that's a blooper <laughs> down the first baseline in foul territory to redo it at 0-2. I don't think head coach Tim Hudson's too worried about our pyramid we got going on over here with strikeouts, so maybe he'll take it into consideration. Maybe he won't. One away, top of the fifth inning, an 0-2 count to Jaquincy Scott. Nobody on for Valiant Cross. McKay looking for his second strikeout and laid off of it. Did Scott in the dirt. They point down to the first plate umpire, and he says no. As Scott was able to check that swing through the breaking ball out in the dirt just to see if he'd go after it. He almost did. See if he goes back to that fastball. And went high upstairs up near the face of Scott to even it up at two apiece. The 2-2 from McKay. And up across the numbers. And that's a walk for Valiant Cross. To Quincy Scott will jog down to first base and a base runner that's ball. for the Warriors. I was about to say, that uh, was just... We, I know, we both looked at okay, each other, well, but yeah, it should be full count. Well, the scoreboard said 2-2. And I just assumed that I was wrong. <laughs> Never do that. No. Well, I mean, that's that's what they say. I mean, so it was a 2-2 pitch. He thought it was a 3-2 pitch, and then he got walked. And, again, I assumed that I was wrong, and the scoreboard was wrong. But we were all correct, and, unfortunately, Jaquincy Scott was misinformed. And so now we have a 3-2 count. Yeah, we had that, that little silence where we were both thinking that. That was ball three. <laughs> I thought so, but again, anyway, the payoff pitch for McKay, that is ball four as a fastball is low down near home play in the dirt, and he will take his walk this time. Does to Quincy Scott for a base runner for the visiting Valley Cross Warriors. Scott can't seem to have a conventional plate appearance. Thought he got hit his last time That's up right. off the bottom of the right. bat and ended up getting a single out of it. This time, thought he walked. Ended up only being ball three, but still walked. Nonetheless, so he will not complain about either one of those results. McKay throws over to first, checking on Scott over there. As a Marion Mays, looking for his first hit of the afternoon with two walks so far. Runner goes, and that's foul tipped into to the fishnet behind home plate. We're thankful for that foul ball, too. Yes, that was coming right Scott got a... Well, <laughs> Thankful for the netting, but thankful for the foul ball because Scott got a very good jump on that pitch as well. And oh, you're worried about you're worried about the players. <laughs> I was worried about myself. Oh, one count to Amarion Mays with a runner on first. With one away in the top of this fifth inning, Lee Scott with the 7-2 lead. Fastball down the middle. No, thrower comes up. Catcher comes up, excuse me, makes the throw, gets passed into the outfield. Runner's going to go all the way to third. And the play can't be made. So from first to third, Forge of Quincy Scott off of a missed throw from Lee Scott. And just like that, Valley Cross has a runner in scoring position. 
It'll be an unfortunate throwing error for Hudson because the throw was up line a little bit, but it looked like there was confusion on, in between the middle infielders of who was covering. So they both kind of stopped and looked at each other, and they both made an effort for the ball, but by that time it had already gone into center field. Ground ball to the right side of the infield. Diving play tossed over to Jack McKay, who covers first base for out number two, Whittington, with a nice play over at first base. To stop that from a single, stop that from getting into the outfield, but either way, a run does score for Valley Across, making it 7-3. to three. Lee Scott over Valley Across. He popped up and looked like he wanted to throw home and realized, you know, I probably should just take the out up five. And a strike on the outside corner for Jack McKay to make it an 0-1 count on Roneal Brown, who has two strikeouts on the day. Jack McKay would like to make it three. Here's the 0-1 and a swinging strike two. Your pyramid would also like to make it number three. Yes, it would. Yeah, it would work out really, really nice if that could happen. Here's the 0-2 from Jack McKay. And upstairs across the numbers for the first ball. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Top of this fifth inning, Lee Scott only leads seven to three now as Valiant chipping away slowly. At that least, got lead, the one-two. Swinging strike three, low and away. Got him swinging McKay, gets his second strike out of the day. And how about this, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine strikeouts for Lee Scott pitchers this afternoon. We head to the bottom of the fifth where the Warriors lead seven to three, looking to extend it here in the home half of the fifth. You're listening to Lee Scott Baseball on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott with a 7-3 lead now as Valiant Cross gets a run back in the top of this fifth inning. And the Warriors do up to try to extend that 7-3 lead. Thomas Whittington leads it off for the Warriors. And takes the first pitch outside for ball number one. Jacob Goins, Kristen Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
And the 1-0 count from Whittington. Still, still Tyler Money on the mound for Valiant Cross. And that gets back behind Thomas Whittington into the backstop for a 2-0 count. Tyler Brayboy back behind home plate for Valiant Cross. Whittington, Eddins, and Harkins do up for Lee Scott in the home part of the fifth. Whittington, one of those left-handed batters for Lee Scott, one of the three in the rotation today. That one's way outside for Tyler Money, and a quick 3-0 count as the wind picks up a little bit from our left to our right. Here at John Meals Field, the Warriors looking for a leadoff base runner here in the home part of this fifth inning. Money steps in, kicks and delivers. And that drops low into the dirt and a four-pitch walk as Thomas Whittington starts off the inning. He'll jog down to first base, bringing up lane ends. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUE HD, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lane Eddins, your starting catcher this afternoon, will step into the right-handed batter box, coming off a double his last time up. Looking to move Whittington, who takes off from first. He never even thought about it. He took off immediately and is safely into second. As we may have a pitching change. And I believe we do. Valiant Cross will make a pitching change. So we'll take a break, get you who that is, and some information when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save at Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly, local, expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors. On Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. A pitching change for Valiant Cross, as we will 
get his name and number for you in just a few moments. But Lee Scott with a 7-3 to lead here in the bottom half of the fifth. Runner on second for Lee Scott. They look to extend that 7-3 to lead. Here in the home part of the fifth inning after Thomas Whittington was able to walk and then steal second. Tyler Money's day is done. Gave up seven runs on seven hits. Did not record a strikeout, so I don't know if that's a, a detriment to him or credit to the Lee Scott hitters. But And it's going to be White on the mound for Valiant Cross. As he gets a couple of more warm-up pitches in. So far, Krista, what have you seen from Lee Scott? 7-3 lead, seven runs on seven hits. Uh, they've given up a couple of runs, but can't complain on the offensive side of the ball. Not bad. I think it's just the thing you've 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 hit, hit the nail on the head. Just talking about the patient at bats. You're being aggressively patient. You're swinging at good pitches, but you're not chasing. You're staying within yourself, staying within the zone. You're taking your walks when you need to. And one thing that we've seen, least guy can struggle with at times, is stringing those runs together, stringing those hits together. But as we mentioned, it the first three innings, crooked numbers in each of them: three in the first, two in the second, two in the fourth. And again, threatening here in the home half of the fifth. Just got to keep that going, keep that mentality, not trying to do too much with the ball. Just hit it where it's pitched and keep passing the torch. So Lane Eddins is the batter as we get a couple of more warm-up pitches in for White on the mound. Eddins has a 1-0 count. Looks like Landry Cochran will be on deck for Lee Scott, so he'll see his first plate appearance this afternoon. Here in game one of an area matchup between Lee Scott and and Valiant Cross. One game here at John Mills Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy. Two games tomorrow at Valiant Cross. As Lee Scott looking to pick up some wins down the home stretch. And we're ready again. Late ends with a 1-0 count off the new pitcher, White. And delivers it down low, but gets the call. Strike one. White wearing number 18. Now on the hump for Valiant Cross. Runner on second base for Lee Scott. Bottom portion of the fifth inning with a 7-3 lead over Valiant Cross. The 1-1 count to the catcher, Eddins. And slides in. Can't catch the zone for a 2-1 count. A lot of movement on the first two pitches from White. Yeah, not too much velocity, but a whole lot of movement. So far, he's put both of them where where the catchers put it, and that's all that you can ask for. A 2-1 count on Lane Nettens. Doubled his last time up. Runner on second, the 2-1. Runner goes from second to third. That ball's in the dirt. A good stop back behind the plate from Tyler Brayboy. But the runner is safe down at third, and Whittington is in scoring position for Lee Scott. Any type of contact will score that run for the Warriors. The 3-1. MOB pitch clock definitely not in effect in today's contest. No, it is not. The 3-1. <laughs> that's hit high to center field, back towards the wall. Play has to be made, and it is. Runner will tag, and Winnington will come in to score easily, and Lee Scott extends the lead, 8-3 home Warriors. Yeah, another good job there. Not trying to do too much with it. Looking to get a, a hard ground ball somewhere or a ball in the air into the outfield. Didn't get all of it, but got enough to get the sack fly. And another thing that we can credit the Warriors with today 
is you've seen Valiant Cross get a couple runs on the board, but you've seen the Warriors of Lee Scott immediately respond. You, know, you look on the scoreboard, you see two in the, in the top half, and then you also see that number in the bottom half as well. A ground ball, hard hit ground ball to the third base side by Landry Cochran, and it hit. Uh, it hit Roniel Brown at third base. Hit him in the arm, I believe. He came up. Looks like he may be holding his hand or his stomach. I'm not sure. It hit him somewhere. I believe it's one of those, the upper, th upper, upper thigh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My gym coach growing up said that that was the knees. So okay. <laughs> you always went down and hold your knees. So hopefully he's okay. Uh, looks like he took maybe a shot down there at third base. But uh, good news for Lee Scott is the base runner safe. But uh, hopefully Roniel Brown is okay. As he's going to maybe try and walk this thing off. Lee Scott with the 8-3 lead runner on first. Just one out. Landry Cochran. Gets his first hit of the day. One pitch, one swing, and one hit for Landry. That ball was really hard hit. And Brown chose to play it on the hop, and it short hopped him a little bit. Yeah, it did. It hit right there at the where the grass and the dirt meets, and it just caught him in, in no man's land. And so he's trying to walk it off down there. Hope he's okay. As Hayden Harper steps in for Lee Scott, has a single and a walk so far today. Looking to do more damage as Lee Scott has a five-run lead. As we're going to start to see some new faces. Harper up to bat with Hutchins Blomeyer on deck. No, I don't think you do it in a five-run game, but if you're in a very competitive contest, that's when you, you lay down a bunt first pitch <laughs> just to... So I guess, I mean, not a rub it in, but you're being strategic. It's the same thing as, you know, a pitcher gets a foul ball, batter hits it off his foot, you're going right to that pitch again. Yeah. As that pitch got away from White, and the runner advances from first to second. It's strategy, but it's dark strategy <laughs> yeah. is what that is. So a 1-0 count for the nine-hole hitter, Hayden Harper, looking for his second hit of the afternoon. Waits for it. Slow roller to the third base side as... Cochran's going to jump over the ball, picked up by the shortstop, throws down the home plate, and the play is made. Cochran just kept on running and slammed into the catcher, Tyler Brayboy, but a play was made as Jaden Cleveland popped up at shortstop and just delayed, 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 and finally threw some contact at home plate. Runner is out, but Harper safe at second, so after all that, just one out recorded. Yeah, I want to think that the runner thought that it got past Cleveland at short, because he didn't break stride at all, and Cleveland, the shortstop, you know, was almost more prepared, more unprepared than anything. Yeah, guess, yeah, shot yeah. and everything that he was like, "Oh, you're you're still running." <laughs> and first pitch in the dirt, good stop behind home plate. As Hutchins Blowmeyer, we said, up to bat now. In place of Hutch Sprayberry, so runner on second, two away, bottom portion of this fifth inning. Lee Scott's already put a run on. In this fifth, looking to do more with a runner on second base and an 8-3 lead. Blomeyer is able to get on Harrison Short on deck for the Warriors. A kick and delivery on the 1-0. Outside, ball two. The biplane flies over here. Lee Scott still a little breeze from left to right. Sun setting back behind as we get past the 5 o'clock hour. White stares in on the mound. The kick and fires. A slow roller. 
lifted to left center field. It's going to be shallow. Shortstop steps out and makes the grab for out number three. Lee Scott tags on another one. They match Valiant in this fifth inning. We lead eight to three, does Lee Scott, as we head to the sixth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Duick Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Duick Center and Building Supply. This just in, Auburn Bank has completed their 114th year of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank. The champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Five down, two to go here at John Mills Field. Your Lee Scott Academy Warriors lead Valiant Cross 8-3 to three as we start the sixth inning with a ball in the dirt to a Marion Mays, or excuse me, to Tyler James. As Jack McKay still on the mound for Lee Scott. And a fastball down the middle for a strike. One had some conversation back behind home plate with the home plate umpire in the Valley and Cross dugout. I'm not really sure what the conversation was. The 1-1, and that just clips the top of the netting back behind home plate to keep the fans safe. And a 1-2 count yeah, for so Tyler James. Supposed to be, you know, whenever a, a foul ball or a pass ball with nobody on, on deck circle runs and gets the foul ball so that the umpire doesn't have to move. And a swinging strike three, Jack McKay, and our pyramid is gone. He gets three strikeouts, but good for him. He's got three on the day. Continue, though. And the on-deck batter didn't move, so the umpire was saying, you know, like, yeah, that's your ball. <laughs> Got it. Give him a little stare down, too, so I expect the zone to possibly be a little bit bigger here in this at-bat. So McKay gets his third strikeout, and he gets a swinging strike from Kyrie Owens, who has a strikeout so far today. McKay matches Jake Cummings with three strikeouts of his own, threatening Sam Jackson for the lead for the Warriors with four. The 0-1. And that's hit into center field. And the play is made. Four out number two. Routine fly ball for Lee Scott Blomeyer, able to make the grab in center field, replacing Hutch Sprayberry. So a quick two outs for Valley Cross in the top part of the sixth. Yeah, ever since that third inning, with a couple hit batters, a couple hits, McKay has locked down 
the Valiant Cross hitters. And the first pitch goes up after it, sends it to the parking lot. Does Tyler Brayboy. He's not afraid to go after those higher pitches. Up near the letters, he sends that one back into the parking lot on an 0-1 count. Yeah, definitely not shy and rather impressive that he was able to get the ball to it, or get the bat to it. Working quickly is McKay, goes after it, does. Brayboy in a swinging strike. With a rapid 0-2 hole, two away. Jack McKay looking to make quick work of Valiant Cross in the top of the sixth. The 0-2. Tried to drop it down low, just couldn't quite find the bottom portion of the zone on a 1-2 count now. Yeah, I expect him to go back to that fastball. Went two curveballs, got one of them a swing and miss. The 1-2 from McKay tries to catch the outside corner, can't do so, ball gets away. But we'll reset. Two's across the scoreboard now. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, top of the sixth. Lee Scott trying to make quick work of this inning. Nobody on for Valiant Cross and a 2-2 count for Tyler Brayboy. Okay, stares in. Kicks and fires. Swing and strike three. Jack McKay matches all Lee Scott pitchers. He's got four on the afternoon. And Lee Scott heads to the bats once again in the bottom half of the six with an 8-3 to three lead over Valiant Cross here in game one of the series. Stay tuned. We'll have the bottom portion of the sixth when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu. Or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Lee Scott leads Valiant Cross 8-3 as the bats come back to work for the Warriors in the bottom portion of this sixth inning. Harrison Short will lead it off. Harrison Short and Brady Sajelski, the two do up for Lee Scott. So some new faces on the afternoon getting in. For Lee Scott, they lead Valiant Cross 8-3 here on the campus of Lee Scott Academy at John Mills Field. Jacob Goins joining me is Christian Griffin here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the orthopedic clinic as White still on the mound. 
for Valiant Cross. Gets one more warm-up pitch in. We have a couple of changes as the umpires take note for Lee Scott. I think the story of the day, yes, Lee Scott has eight runs, but story of the day is the four strikeouts from Sam Jackson, the three strikeouts from Jake Cummings, and four for Jack McKay on the mound for Lee Scott. And of the 11 now strikeouts, nine of them on the fastball. We've mentioned it multiple times that the fastball command has been overpowering the Valiant Cross lineup. I mean, we've seen it from the right-handed hitters spraying it into the Lee Scott dugout because of how late they are. So the velocity, good location, and then the ability to mix in that curveball to get that second strike. You know, you get the, the batters out in front all of a sudden. Then they don't know what they're getting. You throw that fastball again and you shut them down. So Harrison Short getting his first plate appearance of the afternoon. That ball outside for ball number one. Lee Scott with the 8-3 to three lead as we get going in the home half of the sixth. We appreciate everybody tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. As the 1-0 to Harrison Short from White, the kick and fire, and waited for it and sends it into left. Routine fly ball grab is made for out number one by Allen Thompson, and left one away, bottom of the sixth. Reminder that today's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you're in a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. That's number one, Brady Sajelski steps up for his first plate appearance of the afternoon. Right-handed hitter for the Warriors. Waits on it, sends a slow roller up the middle. And a play is made almost by the shortstop. Jaden Cleveland made the grab, makes the throw over to an extended first baseman, but just can't make the grab is Kyrie Owens. And a, a nice piece of hitting for Brady Sajelski. Took the first pitch. Wasn't a very hard hit ball, but just couldn't make the grab over at first, and he now stands on second for Lee Scott. Yeah, we've talked about the athleticism of Cleveland. I didn't think he was going to get to that ball. And if he did, definitely not in time to make a throw. And the throw was not bad enough to not be caught. I guess that's, I guess I would say it will be ruled as a two-base error. That's the first pitch outside for Jake Cummings. But as we've said multiple times, seems like every inning almost, a runner in scoring position and the Lee Scott Warriors looking to do damage. As White stares in a wide stance on the mound, brings it in, glove up near his head, and kicks and fires. And that one hits Jake Cummings as he'll jog down to first base with runners on first and second now for Lee Scott, but just one away. The home Warriors, the good Warriors, are in business here in the bottom of the sixth. Two plate appearances for Cummings coming in for Sam Jackson and has yet to swing the bat. Has taken two balls off the back. That's effective. Good day for the old OBP. <laughs> That's right. As Cummings steps down on first, runners on first and second, Trent Truitt, wearing number 20, will also see his first plate appearance of the afternoon and takes the first pitch low and away for ball number one. One away, bottom of the sixth inning. Lee Scott with the 8-3 to three lead over Valiant Cross. 
in an area matchup. This is game one. Game two and three will be tomorrow night at Valiant Cross. Wind picking up just a little bit. The 1-0 to Trent Truitt. Waits on it. Can't catch the outside corner to make it a 2-0 count. With the big hitter Paul Harper on deck for Lee Scott. So another new face on the afternoon will step up. Barring a double play. On a 2-0 count, White stares in. Kicks and delivers. And laid off of it did Trent Truitt. Three balls and no strikes with just one away. Bottom portion of the sixth. Lee Scott leading eight to three. Eight runs, eight hits, and one error. A little satisfying scoreboard piece right there. Three runs, three hits, eight runs, eight hits. I like that. The 3-0 to Trent Truitt. And takes it off the backside. Bases will be loaded for Lee Scott as Paul Harper steps in. So the Warriors in business with a five-run lead and a chance to do more damage here in the bottom half of the sixth. Shadows being casted on the, on the field now from the visitor dugout down the third baseline. So just a little bit of shade on the field. But as we've talked about the wind being a factor, this is the time of day where the sun now becomes a factor for those out in the outfield. We've seen some plays be affected in right so far this afternoon for Valley Across. But a bases loaded situation for Paul Harper. That ball gets away. Runners are going to come. And the play at the plate, he is safe. Yes, he is. He is safe at first. Brady Sajowski comes in from first. A good effort behind home plate from Tyler Brayboy. But Lee Scott scores another run. A six-run lead now, 9-3 to three, Lee Scott. Great play all around there. Brayboy, credit to him behind the plate to even make that play close. I mean, the ball gets all the way to the back. And usually, you know, you'd like to see White cover the mound right there so that way he can make the flip, was unable or did not cover in time, so he tried to make the tag and was late by about a stride. But again, Sajowski there with a good dirt ball read as that ball got past the, the catcher and he's able to score. And that drops in just on the outside corner to make it a 2-1 count on Paul Harper. Runners on second and third now after Lee Scott brings one home on the passed ball. With a 9-3 lead for Lee Scott over Valley Cross. A 2-1 count on Paul Harper, his first plate appearance so far today. White sends it in. Harper pops it up, coming straight back towards the scores. And us here, right here behind home plate and near the press box. And it hit the top of it and falls off the side in foul territory. But that evens it up at two apiece for Paul Harper. As J.D. Burns steps in on deck for Lee Scott. I was ready to save you there. I know, you did. You, you jumped quicker than I did. I'll give you credit. Got to make my time useful here. Right? <laughs> That's right. As Paul Harper trying to make his time useful at the plate with a 2-2 count. One away, runners on second and third. The 2-2. Two -two goes after it. A pop-up. Back towards oh. the netting. A play is made. By Brayboy, he makes the grab. Flew into the net, hit the wall. He bounced off the brick wall. What a play. 
by Tyler Brayboy. Hope he's okay. Oh, my goodness. And he goes straight back to the dugout. He bounced off of a concrete brick wall. Talk about selling out for the play. As he walks into the Valley Cross dugout, it lays on the ground. Hopefully he's okay. Makes the grab. It's good for the second out of the inning. But he now lays in the Valley Cross dugout. He hit hard off the net and just folded over that wall after selling out for what was a pop-up into foul territory. So hopefully he's okay as the training staff from both teams come over to see if he's okay. But, man, what a play. He made the grab, so a heck of an effort. I just don't know if the play itself was worth it, but he sold out for it nevertheless. And if everybody takes a knee on the infield, he's getting looked at. Seems to be okay from here in the dugout. Yeah, I was, oh, Wow, what a grab. I was honestly worried that he wasn't getting up after making contact because he reached over and it was about his – his forearms hit first on that that brick wall, and next thing you know, I mean, he was flat on his back right there. It almost, I mean, like a slot receiver in Ray Lewis back in the day. Where I'm he, telling you, just folded, just, literally. I mean, I mean, you say you get hit by a brick wall, but, I mean, that was that's literally a, yeah. a brick wall. And we talked about the athleticism, the play before, and his ability to make that, that wild pitch a, a play at the plate when it shouldn't have been, but he used his athleticism and was able to make it a play. And then, I mean, you see it right here going all out. I didn't think he had a chance at the play, and then much less the fact of knowing the wall is there and giving up your entire body. All the credit in the world goes to Bray Boy for making that play. We just hope now that, as you mentioned, hope that he's okay. He's moving around and he's up, so he's up off his back, which is the biggest the biggest relief he seems like he's walking around now but i do believe we will have another catcher come behind the plate looks like it looks to be tyler james putting on the catcher's gear for valley across maybe just the wind got knocked out of Bray boy i mean again he just hit he hit that brick wall that is this backstop right here at john mills field he hit the net first made the grab and then just slammed into the brick wall after making what would be a Sports Center top 10 type of play. And he seems to be walking it off. Hopefully he's okay. As we're going to have a catching change as they kind of get equipment transferred over. We'll go ahead and take a quick break here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. We'll be back for the conclusion of the sixth inning. Two away. Lee Scott with a 9 3 lead. Here in the bottom half of the sixth inning, this is Lee Scott Baseball on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. 
This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Game action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Well, it seems that Tyler Brayboy is okay. The training staffs have left the dugout as he seems to have walked off what was a scary play here behind home plate as Tyler James puts on the catcher's gear. He will replace him behind home plate as a first pitch strike to J.D. Burns wearing number 12. Batting for the first time this afternoon. Bottom of the sixth, two away. Lee Scott with a 9-3 lead over Valiant Cross in an area matchup of Warriors here. Your Lee Scott Warriors and the Valiant Cross Warriors. The 0-1-2 J.D. Burns. Hard hit ground ball to the third base side, but is foul for a quick 0-2 hole. Runners on second and third for Lee Scott. If J.D. Burns is able to get on, Landry Cochran due up for Lee Scott. I'm Jacob Goins alongside Christian Griffin here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the orthopedic clinic. 0-2 to J.D. Burns. Again with two away, bottom of the sixth inning. White looking for, get this, the first strikeout of the day for a valiant cross pitcher, the 0-2. And lets it go outside, does J.D. Burns for a 1-2 count. Burns, right-handed hitter. Battling with the right-handed pitcher, White. Who stares in on the mound. Decides on the 1-2 and delivers. And it tapped J.D. Burns. And he'll jog down to first base to load up the bases once again for Lee Scott. As Landry Cochran steps in with a bases loaded situation and a 9-3 lead for the Warriors. A grand slam when it did here. We've seen one here. Kane Hudson, last time we were here, actually. Yeah, you were doing play-by-play -play duties on that Grand Slam call. See if we can get another one here as Landry Cochran awaits the first pitch. And that one can't drop in. 
for ball number one. Bases are loaded for Lee Scott in the bottom half of the sixth. They've already scored one to extend the lead to six. They'd like to do it some more. Cochran, hard hit ball into left field for a base hit. One run scores. Two runs are going to score for Lee Scott. And that's where the runners will stay. No, they're going to go from first and second to second and third as that ball gets past the third base from Roneal Brown. And the runners advance an 11-3 lead now for Lee Scott as Landry Cochran stands up on second base with a two RBI. Lee Scott in business here in the sixth. Another good piece of hitting there. Fastball on the inner half of the plate. Didn't try to do too much with it. Just shot his hands. I found a barrel through that 5-6 hole. A good base run again. We've mentioned that multiple times throughout the game. At least got Warriors. Heads up baseball on the base paths, giving, your giving, giving yourselves even more opportunities to put runners in scoring position. And it's shown with those 11 runs on the board. Cochran has two hits today, two for two as Brandon Martin steps in for Lee Scott. Takes a first pitch ball, runners on second and third with an 11-3 lead now for Lee Scott. Looking for a single to put this thing away. Takes a rip at it, can't make contact for, for a strike. Still white on the mound. For Valiant Cross. And all this with two outs after the wild play from Tyler Brayboy to get the fly out back here in foul territory, running into the brick wall, being taken out of the game. A 1-1 count to Martin, sends a blooper down the first baseline and just pulls it foul to make it a 1-2 count. If Martin able to get on, it is Hutchins Blomeyer due up for Lee Scott. So a one-two count for Brandon Martin. Two away, runners on second and third. Lee Scott with an 11-3 lead in the home part of the sixth. The one-two hits in the dirt and stopped by Tyler James. Deuces wild. Home Warriors looking to put this game away and avoid having to play that top of the seventh inning. Twos across the board. Two balls, two strikes, two outs to Brandon Martin with runners on second and third for Lee Scott trying to extend the 11-3 lead. The 2-2 is way outside off the glove of the catcher and the runners will stay put at second and third. Good sportsmanship there from Lee Scott. Could have easily scored on the on the play, but you'll score and you'll take you'll capitalize on on your positives. But with an eight-run lead, no need to add insult to injury. So we'll redo the two-two to Brandon Martin. Here it is. And throws the bat at it, a soft ground ball to the second base side, comes up, throws, and the play cannot be made. Gets past the first baseman. One run will score, two runs will score, and that 
should do it. Lee Scott with a 13-3 lead. And the game is over. Lee Scott with a walk-off for Brandon Martin, technically. And the Warriors <laughs> win 13-3 here at home in game one over Valiant Cross. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic post-game show coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Lee Scott, a winner here over Valiant Cross, 13-3, your final score. The Good Warriors take down Valiant Cross in game one of the series. Jacob Goins joining me is Christian Griffin here in the Orthopedic Clinic postgame show. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Well, Christian, 13 runs for the offense, can't complain there. And how about... 11 strikeouts from the pitchers, three different pitchers for Lee Scott combined for those 11 strikeouts. All in all, a pretty good day. Yeah, I was going to say all in all, can't really complain. You do two things right, or all three things right. We've talked about multiple times. Uh, the base running came into came into effect in a very positive way for the Warriors as well. You do all three of those aspects right, you're going to win a lot of baseball games, and you're going to look good when you do it. And again, we mentioned at the plate, taking good at-bats, taking what the defense gives you, you take your walks, you take your singles up the middle, you take your opposite field hits in the field, playing smart, forcing the, forcing the, the batters to, to put the ball in play. And, again, we saw, what was it, 11, 12 strikeouts? 11, yeah. 11, 12 yeah. strikeouts throughout the day through three pitchers. Pitching coaches aren't going to complain too much when you get 11 strikeouts through six innings. Yep, four 
Four strikeouts from Sam Jackson, three from Jake Cummings, and four from Jack McKay. And all in all, a game one victory for Lee Scott here in this three-game series is what they call it uh, for Lee Scott in this area matchup with Valiant Cross. They get the game here at home. They'll go on the road tomorrow to Valiant Cross, try to play games two and three and pick up some wins. Pick up some wins in area play. Again, postseason just right around the corner, starting on April 27th and 28th. So we are looking forward to that. But Lee Scott gets the 13-3 victory here at home versus Valiant Cross. I appreciate everybody tuning in here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Our next broadcast will be here on Thursday here at home as Lee Scott will be hosting Sherwood in a doubleheader starting at 3.30 and then at 5.30. And we were told it's going to be <laughs> Spanish night is what we were told. So it'll be the Los Warriors uh, taking on uh, taking on Sherwood. and so Or Edgewood, excuse me, taking on Edgewood. Uh, so every we were told that all the announcements are going to be made in Spanish and uh, really interested to see who's going to have those duties. It will not be me. This broadcast will not be in Spanish. It will be in English. I promise oh, you that. I, I don't know. I think we might have to we might have to get somebody out here that can help us <laughs> help us with the translation. It might be when we talked about it earlier the Hola, bienvenido a John, oh, oh. John Mills Field. You know, oh, college, oh. college Spanish is paying off right oh, here. Okay. Well, I took college <laughs> Spanish too, but I don't know it like that, man. Well, Thursday will be Spanish night here at John Mills Field. Not for us, though. It'll be normal as Lee Scott takes on Edgewood here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. For my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. Until next time, stay safe. I'll talk to you later, and go Warriors. You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Baseball, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, also Brook Law Group, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, Auburn Bank, and Russell Building Supply. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.